0: All right, everybody, welcome back to Agents of Comic Book. My name is Paul Christian. And
1: I'm Eric Jackson.
0: That's right, and we're back with the uh, third and final episode of our Birds of Prey series. We've been covering this for the last few weeks, uh, so if you are coming to catch up on the comic book, I would definitely go back and listen to the last two episodes we did. uh, Yeah. uh, So I would definitely uh, recommend starting there just because we'll be picking up some of the threads we've been carrying through the course of the series.
1: Yeah, it's definitely Uh, worth it.
0: um, Yeah, because this week we're going to be talking about Birds of Prey number 68 through 73, which is the third arc in Gail Simone's run. This arc is called Between Dark and Dawn. Uh, This one is going to be pretty much a lot about uh, more about Huntress than the other two, which is good because uh, Huntress hasn't had a a lot of scenes so far, because uh, Gail focused the first two arcs more around uh, Black Canary, Black Canary yeah. um, which is fair, because that's her favorite character, and my, mm-hmm. one of mine, too, so I was happy oh, about yeah. that. But it's cool to get some other characters kind of doing more. Yep. Um. Yeah, a lot of Barbara in this, too. Yep. Oh, yeah, really good Barbara stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll be talking about that. And then we finally do also get to talk about the Birds of Prey movie. Uh, oh, yeah. Birds of Prey and the... Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. I remembered it this time. Nice. I remembered Th- the whole did title. Have, did you have
1: to memorize it?
0: I, no, I just it came it came to me this time, finally. Gotcha. Every time I try to recall that, I, I, have, I have nothing, and I just spit out nonsense. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it is a mouthful for a title of a it's, movie.
0: it's a hell of a title, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we finally saw that, and I love the shit out of it, but we'll get yeah, more into great. that uh, later on. And I, I'll just throw that out there now, because if you're only going to listen to the first part of this and turn it off, that, take, that, take that one take away. Yeah. Go see Birds of Prey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because if fucking Joker like slays that at the box office i'm gonna be very upset it's gonna and that's upsetting
1: well and i i saw some i mean this was a really early prediction but like early on it was on track to do like worse than suicide squad did opening weekend that's, which would be really disappointing. that would be really
0: shitty because this movie is awesome and everyone yeah it's like but, it's way more of like a tarantino movie than a, a superhero movie
1: and it sucks because like like a big part of if birds of prey ends up doing worse than suicide squad that's suicide squad's fault like, because a Suicide Squad... Because well. a lot of people, like, that have reserves against this movie are probably reserved because of Suicide squad. That might be
0: part of it, but I think a lot of it, too, is like, uh, it's an all-woman-led movie. And that, oh, that's yeah, a big And it's getting part. Oh, like the yeah, same yeah. Uh, negative reaction that like Ghostbusters yeah, got. Yeah, it's getting
1: review-bombed. And yeah, he, yeah. It,
0: and like all that bullshit. So that's part of it, too. Oh, yeah. Whereas Joker is like the story of a sad white guy. So it's like, <laughs> oh, that sells really well. Oh, yeah. Big surprise. Uh, so we're going to be talking about the movie later on, uh, as well as the Birds of Prey book as well. Um, I do want to call out uh, here at the start that if you do want to follow us on Twitter, you can find out what we're reading ahead of time so that way you can catch up because I want this to be sort of like a book club Mm -hmm. if this is your first time joining us where it's kind of like you can read the books as we're reading them so that way you can kind of hear some back and forth kind of some discussion on the stuff you're also reading oh yeah that's why we kind of tailor our episodes after stuff that's coming out because a lot of people like when a Birds of Prey is about to come out are gonna go back and like do some reading like yeah, to get yeah. some background just because they're excited or they want to know more But going in mm-hmm. so there's actually a lot of people right now reading the Gail Simone run so that's like why we choose to cover stuff at the time we do
1: yeah that's awesome
0: um, like for like next week we'll be doing Lock and Key uh, so a lot of people are going back and catching up on Lock and Key I can tell because I have an app called Hoopla oh, which yeah. is like the online library and, and like I can, it trends yeah so I can see like all like Lock and Key is like one of the most read books like on Hoopla right now that's so awesome I can tell people are catching up on it yep oh yeah uh so we're gonna be covering that uh next week uh once we're done with this birds of prey stuff yeah i'm excited for that The show has been great Mm -hmm. Uh, and if you want to follow us on twitter uh you can follow us at agents of podcast that's where you'll see all that stuff Uh, also i always live tweet stuff i'm reading to panels that i thought were funny or whatever Mm -hmm. and uh i had a slight twiff uh a slight twitter mishap earlier this week with that mortified me because i have like a thread <laughs> yeah you're broken up about it i was <laughs> uh, there's i have like a thread on uh, on twitter that i use to keep track of all the books i'm reading just cuz i'm curious like what pace i'm at like how many books i'm going to read in a year yeah yeah and so far we're on the day we're recording this it is the it is the 9th of february and i am at Sixty sixty four trade paperbacks. Jesus. read so far, so that's like two a day.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, it's two a day almost. <laughs>
0: yep, yeah. So I read a lot of comic books. <laughs> yeah, it's <that's> a lot. <laughs> but anyway, I have this thread going, and I try to list like the credits of like who made the books as I go. Yeah, yeah. and oh my god, I fucked it up so bad.
1: You messed up one name.
0: Oh yeah, but a lot of times, it, no, it's bad. Oh
1: I, yeah, I guess it was no, because it's it's bad
0: because it's it, like the because the way I did it is like I'm reading through a lot of the Hellboy books and like mm-hmm. BPRD and like all that universe and like this entire series like the main chunk of Hellboy is a book called BPRD, and it's, like, yeah, the longest yeah. run. It's, like, my favorite part of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, on the credits on the page, it says Mike Mignola, and then it says John Arcudi as the two okay. writers. And I was assuming they were, like, co-writers yeah. without looking into it at all because I'm <laughs> lazy and didn't, like, do my research. <laughs> and it turns out that, like, Mike Mignola's name is only on there, like... As like a just to sell, right? It's like putting Stan Lee's name on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I, I put Mike Bignola first on like all the BPRD ah. books while I'm like praising the shit out of it. Like this is the best <laughs> book I've ever read. Like Mike Bignola, wow, what a and guy! And so John Arcuti like found my thread because Tyler Crook, another artist for Hellboy, had oh. like retweeted it. Oh, he actually saw it. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, my god, no, that's the shitty. Yeah, so that, that's why I was mortified because like I, John Arcuti like went through my thread and like corrected my credits, and so oh. I woke up. With, I woke shit. up with notifications like from the writer himself being like, "Well, actually, I wrote this with uh, this oh. artist, and I wrote this one, and I wrote this one, and I'm like, oh no." <laughs> And like I don't take the creators go. either, so I was never expecting anyone to find it. Yeah, so I'm just like wake up and I'm like mortified.
1: Well, I mean, like even if, well, I guess no, because his name wasn't in the thread.
0: No, so, he, f- he found it because another artist had retweeted like a review I did oh, of one of the comics. Gotcha. Like all positive, but still, if you see someone praising the shit out of a book that you like worked on and developed for like a decade, and their
1: name's not even mentioned. Yeah. Oh, well, I God. mean, I
0: had a mention, but he should be like the one mentioned. Like, oh he, yeah, he's the architect behind the whole goddamn thing.
1: Goddamn.
0: So like I'm I'm out here like crediting like Mike Manola. <laughs> Like bowing at his feet, <laughs> just when, looking like, like a scrub. Really, our part was the part I fucking liked.
1: You played yourself,
0: yeah. Oh, so man, that's I got. Rough. So I not only did I. I'm reading like I'm 180 issues into that run into BPRD, 180 <laughs> issues, and I didn't know who fucking wrote it. Oh my god, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> Im- imagine being 180 issues into a book, standing it, and then being like, "Oh, I don't know who fucking made it." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thinking someone completely different. Yeah, wrote and it. then
0: having the creator himself be like, "Uh, hey
1: asshole." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he was
0: he was nice. I mean, he was. It, it, it's probably something that comes up a lot, so oh, I'd yeah. understand if he was a little bit short with me. But you know, he was nice about it because well, he was I like, mean, because that's what he said is he's like, "Well, they put Mike Manola's name exactly. on exactly." The- Exactly. cover like so that's they, that's kind that's of that's shitty... dar- a little bit on dark horse but exactly. yeah, i still should have done my research but yeah that's so i'm gonna make dark that horse. a lesson from now on on the podcast too i'm gonna make sure i call out all the creators because i including the colorists and the letterers because they oh, yeah. have a big part to play in they're it they're too. people too yeah so take that as a lesson people work hard on these books and <laughs> don't, they won't if you don't give them credit it's a shitty fucking feeling especially oh, yeah. when you book, work on a book for like 13 years <laughs> especially when you get called out <laughs> on yeah. twitter yeah justifiably <laughs> uh, the book we're going to be covering is birds of prey number Sixty-eight through seventy-three, and that is written by Gail Simone with art by a few people. This time there were some fill-in artists yeah, in the yeah. middle of the of the arc. Uh, we still have Ed Bennis on a few of these issues, but we also have guest pencilers of uh, Joe Bennett, Ron Adrian, Eric Battle, Rob Lee. Like, there is a lot of people. Like, they have inkers who work with them too. Gotcha. And then Rodney Ramos. So a lot of people, like John Bennett, or sorry, Joe Bennett, is actually. Uh, Getting kind of a lot of recognition right now for his Immortal Hulk, he's doing that book as well. Oh yeah, you mentioned so that. So he filled in on this book as well.
1: Gotcha.
0: Uh, and then we have colors by Hi-Fi as well, who's a really uh, renowned colorist. Hi-Fi. that's that. That's like his like his arc. artist name. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's cool. Where we left off in the last arc, uh, Black Canary had gotten back, kind of doing her own mission. Kind of they had. Breaking in and kind of put a stop to Senator Pullman for now and like Mm -hmm. all of his nonsense. Yep. But one thing that was kind of going on in the background during that arc was Oracle getting infected by a virus on her computer, which was like a ghost virus. Yeah. It was like literally haunting her like a horror movie.
1: Yeah. Fucked up.
0: Um. So that plays really big into this arc. This arc is pretty much all about that. We find out eventually because um, it starts out. There's an issue where they're kind of just like we. I, and I like this when this happens in a, a team book where there's like an issue that kind of just like breaks up all the action and just kind of like has character moments, like them just kind of going casually through shit. Yeah. So that it's a nice breather, especially in team books where like you don't have a lot of time for like to develop. To develop every character, like, as much as you want to. Yeah, exactly. So you got to kind of slow it down so you can get, like, some catch up, like, on character development and whatnot. Yep. Uh, So we get, like, it's, like, Dinah, uh, Barbara, and Helena actually is hanging out with them, too. They're, like, out (laughs) at the park. Right. And uh, they're all, like, kind of giving each other shit, which is the setup of, like, you got to break it down to build it back up. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, Dinah's a little edgy because she's found out that Barbara is actually working with Savant. And uh wants to make him like part of the team. And, yeah, like, but, I'd, and like
1: I'd be a little salty. Oh I, that would yeah, <laughs> that would be
0: really shitty. Because yeah. like Oracle puts out some excellent points. She's like, this guy like like kidnapped me broke my legs and like tied me like to a to a bedpost and yeah. like i like barely broke free so like this is like this guy's fucked
1: <laughs> yeah i had to break my wrist to get out of there
0: yeah and then barbara's like well let's see, if we don't do this he's just gonna go out and be a criminal again and i'll pull the plug on it instantly if you tell me to yeah and then Dinah's like well like whatever like just do your thing just like be careful
1: yeah and later on we find out Barbara's plan, which is kind of reasonable i guess yeah
0: i mean she's kind of got a point where she's like this and this will be like the most surveilled person on earth yeah because, exactly like, I'm doing everything so yep. and like some good comes from it but some not Yeah, because like we'll see uh as this arc goes on we can kind of talk about this now just because it kind of happens on the side yeah uh oracle works with savant and creote who's uh still partnered with him who uh she kind of finds this like uh Two by two square block of Gotham where she's like, uh, this used to, this used to just be a low income neighborhood, like nothing happened here. But then this one like drug lord moved in, yeah, started moving his operation in here, and it, yep. like, there's been crime ever since like bat she's like well batman can't even clean this place up which is weird like i guess he's just a super busy guy he can't get everywhere
1: yeah she like tries to use it to feed his ego she's like she's like like, if you complete this like that you would have completed something batman so she might not even be telling the truth it might might just be
0: like something like yeah yeah because she knows like that's just gonna be a hook in his psyche because he's still like pissed off at batman yeah so him and Creo kind of make it their mission, and she tells him like, "Well, there's rules like you clean up this town, no killing, like no mm-hmm. serious violence, yeah, like no like you know serious permanent injuries, and he's like, "All right, I can work with that he's <laughs> yeah, like, like eh. that still leaves some good options, yeah, that's like that's a weird way of putting it, but go <laughs> ahead." <laughs> That leaves some great options. You mean good ones? <laughs> <laughs> I hope only good. Um, and like we see him, kind of like he just busts in, and like him and Creo kind of look. Like, it's actually a really funny sequence. It's great. Yeah, It's like can...
1: hello, good sir. We'd like to purchase some illicit drugs. Yeah,
0: they're like pretending to be undercover at first, and like what? <laughs> and they're like put. They like bust down the door. He's like, I'm bad at this. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> and so they, um, basically it's it, it's we don't see it, but it's implied that they're like they like torture the head guy just to, yeah. into basically being complicit.
1: Exactly. I'm. Have you finished this run? Like, all of
0: it? The whole run, yeah. So, I'm assuming that,
1: like, they that keeps coming up later throughout the run. Well,
0: Barbara finds out what, like, what their methods are. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Because she, like, eventually comes in and she's like, you didn't accomplish the mission. Like, this is fucked what you're doing. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, because, like, he goes in and just basically tortures this guy. Because he's, like, he tells him, like, all right, he might not end up torturing him, but he threatens him with torture. Yeah. Because he says... uh like oh, I'm I'm supposed to clean this place up, but I'm not allowed to kill anyone. Fortunately, that leaves us with lots of fun options. Yeah, exactly. And the guy's
1: like, "Oh fuck!" And I'm assuming this guy knew nothing.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. definitely not. Yeah. So and like so he doesn't even know that he's working with uh, like Batman and his old crew. Oh, gotcha. Like you know who I like who has like a moral code. So like for all he knows, this is just a psycho who's moving in on his territory. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like it's fucking scary. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Just getting Omar'd. And uh, Dinah kind of unfairly gives Helena a lot of shit uh, during this uh, whole interaction when they're at the park. It's uh, I mean it, it comes back like they do come back and uh, kind of apologize to each other. right oh, yeah. Like because like Helena uh, slept with Dick Grayson mm-hmm. in an earlier run, and so that keeps coming back up uh, with like her and Barbara. And yeah, then and also then they bring up the Roy yeah. Harper. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, and don't Helena and Nightwing. Well, superhero? that's what I that's, oh yeah I Dick, said Dick Grayson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then
0: uh, they also bring up Roy Harper later.
1: That is that Arsenal.
0: Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, the, so, yeah,
1: what's the story behind that? It, uh, like Barbara says, it's like it's like a son or like a brother to Dinah.
0: Well, Roy Harper is the sidekick of Green Arrow. Okay. So he, oh, he's I Red gotcha. Arrow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Makes sense. And then he's the one who in the last arc had the kid with Cheshire. Okay, and then that's, yeah, and, yep, and the yep. kid is Dinah's uh, godson. So okay, so like when
1: so when uh,
0: Dinah and Ali were together,
1: then Arsenal was kind of like their like her stepson, kind of uh, essentially, yeah, a little okay, bit. Yeah. Gotcha. well, yeah, because it was just like Ali's apprentice, so it's kind of a father figure,
0: right? And so yeah, so it's kind of unfair this throwing all that around. Hundreds of times. You guys invited me here, <laughs> right? You sons of bitches, <laughs> just come here and like just make fun of me for all the guys I've slept with. Yeah, go fuck yourselves. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and Elena actually makes a pretty good joke because she doesn't know like the relationship between Arsenal and Dinah, and she's just like, "Just relax, Dinah. Like it, it, what, it, it wasn't even that good. Like, what we know what they say about uh." Like Bozeman, like they're quick to draw their their bow. Yeah, but they, like they don't call them speedy for nothing. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're quick to draw their bow, but they let go too soon. Yeah, or then, too early. Yeah,
0: Oracle's like that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> like that was a bad move. <laughs> but Helena doesn't give a shit. That's why I love her. She's just like, well, fuck you. Yeah, guys. exactly. You're, you're gonna throw shade at me. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I can throw it right back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then we get some cool sequences too. We mentioned in the last arc when we saw Dinah making like training notes, like who she was training with. We were oh, like, "Oh, yeah, she's yeah. training with Wonder Woman." If yeah, only we pro- got to see that. I forgot that the scene came up in this issue. Yeah, this is awesome. We do get to see her training with Wonder Woman, and mm-hmm. like Wonder Woman challenges her. She's like, "Well, I li- listen. You were a founding member of the Justice League. You should come back and like fight with us." Yeah. And Dinah's like, "I don't know. I feel like I'm more small time. Like I want to be on the streets." And yeah. Then, she's trying to butter her up. Yeah, and then uh, Diana's like trying to tease her. Like, "All right, but if you beat me, then you're back in the Justice League. Let's make a deal. <laughs> And right like, all right I don't know <laughs> And so they're sparring, and like that—that's like really great. I I like that she's like training with a bunch of different people, and like, and like when the by the time she gets into a fight and she's like using all these different moves, it's like really earned. Yeah, like and it's cool to too, see that shit.
1: Because like Wonder Woman, like her outfit, school, she's just in like mom jeans and a white t shirt. It's like a it's, training outfit. It's like yeah. something like I'd never imagined seeing like Wonder Woman wearing.
0: Yeah, just like around the watchtower, right? Yeah, Pretty but like cool. it
1: didn't even look like 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 they were good for fighting. Like they straight up look like baggy mom jeans. Yeah, <laughs> it's like all right, but if it works,
0: yeah. And it's also uh, like the shit they were throwing at Helena is extra unfair because we fight like they tell her like Helena's like all right well I'm leaving like I have a date to go to and they're like oh mm-hmm. a date like that's really surprising yeah and like she <laughs> and Helena doesn't even throw it back at him when she totally could have yeah like because- I'm only going on this date because I saved your life yeah it was yeah. like
1: it was from the last uh, the last run or whatever because when. It when was from like, the first arc, actually. Oh yeah, it was from the first when Helena's trying to find out Savant's location or whatever. Yeah, because
0: Black Canary had been taken hostage.
1: Yeah, so she like promises some guy she'll go on a date with him. If yeah, it she was helps like the
0: uh, what do you call it, the valet. Yeah, the valet mm-hmm. guy. So like, because the valet had seen his face, and so Helena like had to get that information instantly. Yeah. And so like, the only thing the guy would agree to was a date. <laughs> and so Helena like agreed to it, and so now she's just keeping her word.
1: Honestly, like this is pretty admirable by her. Like, she,
0: oh, like, she could have just not gone. Yeah. Easily. Like,
1: what is this dude going to come and find her? <laughs> yeah. Like. There's no way she needed to collect on this uh, Yeah, I'm
0: actually, I'm like shocked she ended up going, but I guess she's just like, oh, all right, whatever. I mean, yeah. I,
1: she's just as good on her, I guess. Yeah, I guess. You
0: got to keep your word.
1: Yeah, where your bond?
0: Yeah. But, like, she ends up going on the date, and it's it's kind of interesting because uh, the whole date, it kind of seems like he's disgusting her.
1: Yeah, it's kind of because Helena's just, like, swinging through the city with him, and he's just freaking out, and he ends up,
0: like, throwing up and shit. Right, and then so um, she actually ends up going back to his place, and she's like, what the
1: fuck? <laughs> yeah, she wakes up, or, like, I think uh, Barbara calls her, like, to wake her up, and she's like, wakes up in his bed,
0: like, huh? Yeah, so, um... So, so I, I don't know. So maybe maybe she even liked him. Who knows? Maybe that's why she went on the date.
1: Yeah, but there's literally like right before he like says the one possibly saving line. She's like, yeah, anytime you open your mouth, I just kind of want to vomit and disgust. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's
0: true. But I don't know. I, we don't know like what. The difference between what she says and what she oh feels, yeah, yeah very very true because uh, like like we said I mean she didn't have to go on the date at all
1: yeah true I mean who knows maybe this guy was smooth
0: yeah or, I mean he wasn't but maybe <laughs> he had some kind of charm <laughs> maybe in real uh, life I mean yeah I or don't in know. person uh, but the meat of this arc centers around a, a cult basically kind of like uh, almost reminiscent of like uh, Jonestown and yeah. like some other cults like to pop up in the United States
1: yeah I loved this angle because I'm like I'm super into cult shit and, like so, true like, crime
0: stories yeah, yeah so
1: when like when like, pop culture, like, uh, movies and TV kind of blend into that genre. It's, it always, like, seems like a really good
0: idea. Yeah, and they even reference, like, a couple, like, real-life cults, like, yeah, as, as a reference point. Like, yeah, just Heaven's to Gate, kinda, uh, Jonestown. Yeah, just to set up this arc, just to kind of give you a reference point of, like, what they're going to be referencing. Yep. Because uh, it opens up, there's these teenagers who are dressing up as superhero sidekicks, essentially, mm-hmm. and then killing themselves, which yeah. is very weird. It's a, it's a cool angle.
1: Yeah. Because it's, like, it's something that's, like, really jarring and, like, kind of odd, like. From an outside perspective, it's like, why would someone do this? Right, because
0: it can't just be suicides if they're all like dressing up a certain way and doing yep. it like at the same time. Like, like there's got to be something to that. It's
1: got to mean something. Uh,
0: so Barbara picks up on this because she's all over the cameras and the internet and whatnot. Um, and she notices that a lot of these suicides, like these kids were part of a church, mm-hmm. or what, what's described as a church. Yeah. Out in like Montana Oregon. or something. Oregon, that's right. Yep. yep. Um, Kinder Pines, I think they call it Oregon. Yep. I don't know if that's a real place or not. Yeah, I'm not sure. Barbara finds this suspicious. Like she immediately suspects like maybe this is some kind of like cult or brainwashing or something. I mean, especially because they live in the world of like DC. like you know yeah, there's exactly. brainwashing everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Like legitimate like know, instant brainwashing. I
1: feel like in in like the DC and Marvel universe, I'm surprise more like crazy cults don't pop up right
0: like the cult of like cult of superman right exactly yeah crazy i'm sure there's been stories like that oh no i'm definitely sure there's a really good story just a side bit there's a really good story about cults called uh batman the cult which some people don't like it but like people who like like a or at least one reason I've seen people don't like it is because it involves, like, Batman actually, like, falling victim to a cult, like, to a little bit. Hmm. Um, but I thought that was, like, the interesting take of it because it kind of is, like, a good message, like, anyone can fall victim to, like, this shit. Yeah. And so- honestly, I, I, probably anyone could. So Oracle sends the two members of the team on to different to different locations. She sends Huntress to Kinder Pines itself, like the location where this church was, mm. uh, just to see if she could maybe get to that compound and see what's going on there.
1: Yeah, they set her up with fake like credentials that like she's a reporter or something. Right, like that. exactly.
0: Yeah. And then they send Dinah to interview the families of the actual kids who committed suicide, just to see if they had any clues, like who were they hanging out with, mm-hmm. were they like what were they like leading up to this, just to find out anything they can. Uh, and it's pretty much all they were just like normal kids who ended up winded up like with this cult. Yeah. Uh and then like they weren't the same after and then they just we were all seen leaving the compound and the next day they were dead. Yep. Uh so Huntress drives out to this place and actually uh stops at a gas station um like trying to, trying to play it undercover, but she, yeah, she's like, This isn't really my thing. Yeah. She's at this bait shop and the guy behind the counter must have ended up calling somebody because mm-hmm. the cops show up instantly. And kind of like try to arrest her for almost no reason.
1: Yeah, they're saying her car is a uh, suspected stolen, but it's a rental car. Right.
0: She's like, I just rented this an hour ago. Yeah. Like, this seems like bullshit. Like, you guys aren't cops. Yeah, she
1: notices they're wearing like regular tennis shoes Yep, and that's stuff. a good call she, out Yeah, too. she's like, yeah, tell me the first three letters of your badge number. Without <laughs> yeah. looking down. She's like, oh, I don't got time for games.
0: Yeah, all these little details are just great. Because she's yeah. just like, you guys are full of shit. Like, like nice shoes. I've
1: been around cops my whole life. Yeah. She end Well, she beats up the initial cops and then they end up. Like, the dude from the bait shop ends up getting a gun behind her. So oh, you're right. She ends up getting kidnapped and taken to the compound, but then they kind of just, like or the head guy what, what's his name
0: yeah the there's the cult leader I don't remember his yeah, name either
1: they, but. They, he ends up like oh like sorry for all the theatrics like you're, you're free to go if you want but like I can show you around right the
0: cult leader kind of trying to do like this trick where they do like where people like explore the com. like when people like do things about Scientology they're like oh we're normal look yeah. at us they're yeah. like no
1: they can leave whenever they want but why would they want to right yeah. we're just
0: a friendly and harmless like you know and so he's just putting on an act showing like what they want him to see yep. and so Helena <laughs> like this part's kind of surprised me cause Helena, like, is is buying it for a while which i didn't it doesn't seem like a little like it's almost a little out of character i don't know i mean it's, um, it's
1: not that unfamiliar or it's not that like unbelievable because like when um when the jonestown shit was going on uh, like two congressmen two senators and uh like i think it was cnn team they flew down to whatever that country was in south america and like a few of the people were like yeah like everyone seems to be pretty happy here I guess, like i don't yeah. know what the problem is but then like literally as they were about to leave one of the women like slipped one of the cameramen a note that was like please get me out of here oh okay. so then like they took a like a handful of people and tried to get them out but then a bunch of jim jones and a bunch of security found out and they like shot the plane okay. down so yeah i guess
0: that's a fair comparison then, so, so that I guess. It, it's because by not... the end she does get a little suspicious exactly I mean, right, like so. it's and, and initially
1: it it's like when you see like the pen job it's like oh it looks okay but once you really get in and see the veneer it's like oh like this isn't okay like, right like we need to look closer
0: um but then they kind of end up blowing their own cover because as yeah. uh as she's leaving um oracle this whole time has been t- telling her like she has backup at the yeah. compound like she's already sent someone in like one of the extended birds members mm-hmm. uh and so we don't we don't know who that is but then it's revealed uh vixen like takes down her hood like she's almost looks like she's part of the cult yeah but we assume she's undercover but then at the end, issue the twist ends up being like she attacks. Uh, Huntress, and then mm-hmm. we're like, "Oh shit, she's been brainwashed." Yeah, now, she too. got converted, right? Um, which is a problem because Vixen is just to give people a little bit of background, a very, very powerful. Superhero. I was gonna say, yeah, because like,
1: like they. Right away, they mentioned like that she was part of the Justice League or whatever. Yep,
0: she's was in the Justice League for a long time. Her power set is basically she can channel the power of any animal like yep. into her own physical abilities. Like she if she channels the power of like a tiger, she can like slash open doors.
1: Yeah, she, there's a scene where she uh like uh takes on a, like a cobra and like spits acid. Spits in the guy's venom. Face. Yep. Yeah.
0: Sure. She if she takes on the this like the form of like an eagle, she can like fly. Yeah. Like just like Superman. Like it's really cool. Yeah. Um, so she, so having her brainwash is a big problem because yeah. I, Huntress like is not a person who could probably just take her one-on-one at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and she like even admits it. Yeah. She's like, I'm screwed here. <laughs> yeah. So Huntress is able to escape this by just shooting her in the leg with her like <laughs> yeah. mini crossbow. Just like, dude, I no, it's a gun. Oh, she, was it a gun?
1: Yeah. And, like she even says like, like this is not going well. I like, I potentially just crippled someone in the
0: justice. League. Oh, right. Yeah. So, so, um, she almost like kind of plays it cool because I think at, that, at this point she's legitimately suspicious. I don't know how you couldn't be. Yeah,
1: so she's <laughs> like attacked.
0: So she's just gonna play the role of like you got me. I'm brainwashed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I'm, I love the cults. <laughs> cults are my favorite. <laughs> what? Yeah. What is their slogan? Love above all or whatever. What, yeah. What, so he's like, whatever your slogan is, it's, uh, that's what <laughs> I said. <laughs> Uh, so she's kind of playing it cool and uses this the first opportunity she gets to slip away. Yeah. Uh, and we find out that underneath this whole facility is like a bunch of different superheroes like tied to machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, And she's just like, what the fuck is going on <laughs> yeah, here? Yeah, it's
1: like she even compares it to like Nazi experiments.
0: Yeah. And there's a, a few uh, superheroes down there um who are recognizable. They're mostly, mostly D-list. The Geo Force is one of the bigger is ones. he big? He was a member of Batman and the Outsiders, okay. which was like that book with Batman and Black Lightning and it was Geo Oh yeah, the yeah. Big one in Katana. Okay. Um, and then we also see Betty Kane is down there. Uh, oh yeah, Flamebird. She was in the, the large part of that Batwoman run we read, yep. so she we recognize her. Uh, and then there's just some other heroes who I mean they're like little callouts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, D list people. I, pretty much, I think. Uh, gail was just trying to use any hero who dc editorial would let her yeah exactly they probably just have every hero like on the board like no we need them for this story we need them for this you, you can use uh, captain the captain liberty yeah, the <laughs> reserves <laughs> sorry agent liberty don't sue me ah, right right <laughs> i don't know who that is <laughs>
1: captain liberty
0: uh we get our initial reveal of what maybe this cult is or at least a little bit of a hint of what the cult might be doing because mm-hmm. we see the cult leader um kind of in his own like little shrine with this uh It's like a throne. Yeah, it's like a throne with... uh, We see, like, wires, like, coming out of all sides of it. Yep. Um... And so he's like praying to, it's like a computer, like literally in the chair, like strapped to wires that he's apparently talking to, mm-hmm. which uh, I think if you're reading this, you can instantly draw a connection between that and what's going on with Barbara. Yeah, exactly. It's like they're both being haunted by computers now, like this has got to be linked.
1: Yeah. And I can't remember if they show the logo at that moment, but like I it was either the volume before the first one we did, but there was like a, a scene where Barbara's computer was going all janky and mm-hmm. then like a, a little like logo. It was kind of like a triangle face, like kind of alien looking face Well, that's, thing.
0: that's Oracle's own face. Yeah. yeah. Well
1: was that was that before or Yeah, that's that... the logo she uses when oh, she's like okay. taunting people. Ah makes sense. Gotcha.
0: yeah Uh so we at the same time Oracle kinda gets uh like, she gets attacked by her computer again. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it's a zap through the head, which, uh, like, she starts actually having a seizure. Yeah, like a full-out seizure. And so, Black Canary, like, is with her when that happens, and she starts, like, panicking. And mm-hmm. we just cut. We're at, like, that's the tra- end of the issue. Yeah, it's a really good transition from that issue to the next one, too. Yeah. Because Oracle just wakes up in the hospital, and you're like, oh, shit, what happened? Yep. And then, uh, black Canary's like i i didn't know what to do so i just like yeah, i had the, to call
1: I, some emergency services yeah and
0: so like superman walks in he's yeah. like sorry I, i'm faster than an ambulance yeah <laughs> and, like i always it's like a cheesy thing you can't do too much but i always love when like it was there's a dire situation and like the hero has no idea what to do or where to reach to so they just like look up and like yell they're like superman yeah exactly like, help and like he can and like he was in they even mentioned like he was in like china yes yeah, so,
1: like he's like oh i was in the neighborhood and dinah's like by neighborhood he means taiwan yeah <laughs>
0: Uh, Sorry, Taiwan.
1: Yeah, yeah, Uh, but yeah, no, and it's like for Dinah, it's probably even easier for her to get a hold of Superman because she could just like canary cry oh, Superman. Oh, true. Yeah, she's probably s- like
0: canary cried Superman in the <laughs> yeah. sky. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I w- I always love when that comes up because it's just like that's like a perfect like example of like what Superman means to, like the DC universe.
1: Oh yeah, and it kind of sucked because. Uh, it got it. They kind of spoil it because it's literally the cover of that issue is like Superman flying with like carrying Barbara and like and bleeding they along the yeah. Black Canary. But because
0: DC can't fucking help themselves, I know. Because <laughs> like, wait, Superman's in this issue. Hold on shit. the cover, we can sell this.
1: He's only in two panels. Put him right. on the cover. Yeah, really, that's such bullshit.
0: <laughs> they always do that. It'll be like a one second cameo by like Lex Luthor or something, and all of a sudden yeah. it's a Lex Luthor cover. Right. Like he's the main main star. <laughs> yeah. like, this is bullshit. It's like come on, what yeah, a snub. It, Nope, I had to take a quick interruption. My cat was <laughs> cat spinning break. a ball on a, on a track. Oh, looked, yeah. we, we've we talked about this before. We have struggles of recording with a cat in our studio. Which oh, yeah. I wouldn't recommend, but he's a nice little companion sometimes, a nice little audience member. Oh, yeah. It's a little cutie <laughs> walking around. Uh, but, yeah, but he was spinning with a ball on a track, so we had to put a stop to Yeah, that. a little bit louder. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Kitty, play with this in the other room, please. Uh, where do we leave off? Oh, yeah, so Barbara was, uh, she had been attacked. She's in the hospital now, and she is kind of starting to lose it a little bit. Yeah, not making sense. Yeah, because there's a, a really funny part where she tells Dinah, she's like, Dinah, quickly, like, I need a computer. Like, yeah. there's something desperate I need to do. And this, <laughs> this the whole progression I found hilarious because she goes out to the waiting room. She's like, I don't have a computer. <laughs> she goes out to the waiting room, finds this guy on a computer, like, on his laptop. And yeah. she's like, hey, can I borrow this quick? My friend needs it. Like, I'll give you all this money. Yeah. And and he's like, oh, well, I guess. Okay. Okay and uh, she takes the computer goes to uh, Oracle and she's like on it and she's like holy shit do you believe this Barbara or do you believe this Dinah yeah. I found it the I, main nerve I
1: start seeing the patterns yeah and
0: then like Dinah takes the computer she's like this
1: isn't even on <laughs> it's a black screen yeah and then
0: the, the <laughs> funniest fucking part oh my god I died she takes the computer and smashes the shit yeah, out she of just it punches it in half and it's like we gotta go that was not your computer Dinah <laughs> right? that was not yours <laughs> should have just given it back and like I wish we would have seen it but we, uh, like, we don't get the scene of her going back to that guy or like trying to walk out of the, the waiting room without him seeing
1: right i was just, like in the panel with like her punching through it the guy should have just been in the background like
0: no <laughs> yeah it's like hey uh did you uh do you have my laptop somewhere or <laughs> were you gonna give that back uh yeah that wasn't me <laughs> uh yeah it just happened to be in little pieces it, goodbye yeah it just snapped out of nowhere <laughs> uh superman's here go get his autograph goodbye <laughs> So Oracle is kind of just left in the hospital room because uh, she needs to, like, she obviously needs some time to rest. Like, she's kind of losing it. There's even a part where she's like, uh, actually, no. She does end up going back to the clock tower because she, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Dinah is like goes up to the clock tower and finds her like drawing her own face, like turning into a machine. Yep. And then like she's like, "What? Oh, did I draw this? I don't remember drawing so this. The inspiration just struck me." <laughs> it's like, uh. And Dinah's like, "That's not normal, but... <laughs> uh And then like they get a blip on the thing. Like there's another teen who like came out of that compound, so like they mm-hmm. think this teen's gonna dress up like a sidekick and go kill themselves. Yep. So Dinah's like, "I, I can't. Like, I'm sorry. You clearly need help, but I need to go right now, like yep. to save this." kid (laughs) and so she flies off to uh, to go save this kid and like narrowly saves him from like jumping off the building which is fortunate yep um but at the same but because she has to leave oracle's kind of left to her own devices we kind of get, like, an internal view of, like, what she, what's going on with her because mm. she's kind of, like, fighting a battle in her mind almost, which yeah. is interesting. Yeah, it's, like, her operating system. Yep, and, with, and it's really cool because it almost seems like, because uh, we, we kind of feel like what Oracle's been telling us, like, in real life, she's not making sense, but in her head, like, she's got it all figured out, actually, because mm-hmm. she is able to, like, find out who's in, like, infected her like she's literally like the virus is in her body now she figures out yep um and she even goes like she finds like a representation of it and she's like hello brainiac yeah it's a really cool panel and uh, that's the reveal like this whole this virus we've been dealing with the whole time like the reason why it's so advanced and untraceable and all this shit yeah it's literally brainiac yeah alien which is really really a really cool reveal because it comes out of nowhere and yeah it's awesome uh, especially good right after suit like you almost wish superman would have stuck around for a minute like maybe get some advice i
1: know exactly it's like, oh, here's your boy right here.
0: Uh, I'll tell you later on that Superman does come back once she picks oh, up that is, connection. I, yeah.
1: I, is there ever a brandiac fight with Superman at some point?
0: Well, I mean, you got to at least reach out to the guy who knows him best. Well, yeah. Yeah, to figure out what to do to fight him. Yep. Uh, we find out that the back with the Huntress, uh, she's kind of like I said, kind of in deep shit. But she is fortunate because if we find out that the only reason that Vixen isn't tied to those machines is because like her powers, like. It's, it's, it's unclear exactly, but either the, the cult leader wasn't comfortable harnessing her powers because of how they worked, or he wasn't able to, because her powers are drawn from a different source than a lot of these other heroes. Hmm. Like, it's literally drawn, like, from the earth, like, from a spiritual source. Okay. So I think that was part of why she wasn't able to be brainwashed, because her powers come, like, from a spiritual, like, source, like, like almost like a magical source. Okay. Um, Like, I, a different interpretation of her powers later on kind of describes it as similar to Swamp Thing whereas swamp thing works in the green she works in the red which is like animal life okay so it's she's just like the
1: an- the animal likes collective unconscious of
0: the planet right yeah, yeah. exactly that's why she's not tied to the machine like they they can't use her power so she, they had to just kind of like do do their best to just like scramble her head yeah yeah um, because they couldn't like siphon it like the other heroes. Yeah, Huntress is able to actually use that to eventually get her to break free, like to snap out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once like Vixen is actually on her side, like all oh, the the chances go way up at that point. Oh, definitely, because we get to see like <laughs> Vixen using her powers in really cool ways, which I like. Yep, Oracle is still fighting like a battle with Brainiac in her head. It's almost like uh, like we see sometimes in the X Men or like with like Legion and stuff, where you're fighting like a battle like. A metaphorical battle, almost in your yeah. head.
1: He starts like embodying like her, like her worst fears, like Joker. That yeah. like, he becomes the Joker for yeah. a little
0: bit. Yeah, like taunting her about like like the uh, like the killing Shooting, joke yeah. origin, right? Yep. And then Dick shows up and is like, "Oh, like you, you dumped me and my life was terrible." Right. So she's kind of just like conquering all of her fears, like through Brainiac, essentially. Yep. The uh, as we as they're exploring more of this, as Vixen and Huntress are exploring more of that compound too. Like the the layout of this cult is interesting because it's almost exactly like what you said earlier, where you said you were surprised there weren't more cults centered around superheroes mm-hmm. because that's exactly what this ends up being. Yep. It, like she goes into the church and there's like a stained glass of Superman f- fighting Darkseid. Yeah, it's awesome. And, and like all these different like like, almost, like literally action figures and <laughs> yeah, shit.
1: Yeah, she makes jokes like weird this place would be like full of like little man collectibles.
0: Right, yeah. There's like action figures of like uh, the JSA and like yep. the Flash and whatnot. When Dinah gets back to the clock tower she kind of finds like Oracle and she almost like when she sees Oracle like what she's going through in real life she it looks like she's having a seizure again yeah so like Dinah starts panicking and like I think she kind of like es- essentially starts to figure out like what's going on like she's trying to reach her like subconsciously because mm-hmm. Oracle can hear her like in her head like talking to her mm-hmm. like reminding her of like the first couple times they teamed up and like why they're friends and like just kind of trying to reconnect her with herself yeah it's a really cool moment yep and then uh, Oracle has a really badass line to uh, to Brainiac and she's like you can't make me forget who I am Brainiac like mm-hmm. I have perfect recollection It's like I never forget <laughs> anything <laughs> yep so 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 you're not going to make me forget who I am. Like, I'm going to beat you. Like I am Oracle. And she like takes over, like essentially like a rate, like, Boots him out of her essentially.
1: Yeah, that's like it's they, it's like visualizes her like decapitating him basically. Yep,
0: but she's uninstalling Brainiac.exe. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, it's awesome. because she has a line that's like it's like we're chromosomes and binary code, like we're all just like number numbers or whatever. Like and I and I know and now I know your numbers and I'm never gonna forget.
0: Yep, and that 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 uh, logic is essentially why he's able to infect her like a computer virus too. Yep. Like uh, Brainiac just sees it all as code. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then s- sadly the side effect. Of it is even after she uh, expels, like, you know, exercises Brainiac from her body, she sees that she's still infected. Like,
1: yeah, it's like she's got like a like leftover part it's like of a, it's
0: him. It's like a cyber rash. Yeah, it, yeah,
1: it's weird. It's like under her skin, but kind of peeking through. It looks like a circuit board. Yeah, like it's, like, green. it's like she's,
0: it's almost like cyborg and Doom Patrol, where like parts of him are becoming machine.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, so that's like it's almost like kind of like a cool like body horror like added into like Oracle's story. Mm-hmm. I like it. I know it's like is that
1: eventually gonna try to turn into like what she looked like inside Brainiac's like head?
0: I think it's symbolically kind of meant to be like you know like you're just like you know you're in the machine so much like, like you're like you're like becoming becoming part of like the net like that's all you are like your whole like consciousness exists yeah, like on the net It's yeah. slowly
1: like leaving its blueprints on you right fingerprints
0: exactly uh, Huntress and Vixen have to end up like as the last kind of final gambit. The cult leader kind of unleashes the superheroes he has tied to the machines. Yeah, like he's like, all right, this is all I have left. Like you guys are go fight them and so yep. they have to fight their way through these. Superheroes. Yeah, and Huntress
1: is just like, yeah, we're fucked. like <laughs> there's no way. Uh, Huntress
0: is just using Vixen. Like, please, you gotta beat these guys. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: yeah, because Geo Force, I didn't know much about him, but like Huntress keeps stressing how He could literally just like bring a mountain down on him or yep. swallow the, like them like inside the earth. Yeah,
0: he's like a complete Terramancer.
1: Yeah, that's which seems terrifying.
0: Yeah you <laughs> and so they the, um, I mean they're, these heroes don't seem like they're fully at their top strength though which I think is kind of why they're able yeah, to come they've through been, with this
1: yeah they've been hooked up to because earlier when Huntress first finded them hooked up she's like yeah like Geomancer or
0: Geo what's his name Geoforce Geoforce like he has a pulse but like I don't know if it's artificial or not right and so even after beating the heroes though they're kind of locked into a stalemate because the cult leader comes out and he's like listen stop the fighting because I, I'm gonna everyone here will kill themselves
1: yeah this is a brutal suicide cult method like cult
0: pact yeah, yeah. All of them, like, pull the pins on grenades and hold it to it their hearts so yep. if they let go, they'll die. Yeah, which is brutal. And Huntress is actually uh, able to almost, like, almost talk him down, be like, you should mm. be like, maybe. what if you're, like, the one cult leader who doesn't, like, you know, do this? What if you, like, change your mind? Yep. Um... And then we almost get led to believe that Huntress, like, is led to, like, shoot him. Because, like, Vixen is, like, pleading with her, like, don't kill him. Like, because Hunt- Vixen is, like, very against, like, you know, like, just killing in cold blood. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she's like, hey, if you do this, like, you'll never be the same. Like, I'm doing this for you. Like, don't kill him.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. And that, yeah. But Huntress, the, the sequence like, ends with, like, her, like, pointing the crossbow and it's, like, it. And firing. Like, yeah, it has, like, a noise like, the, yeah. like the quick or whatever. Um,
0: Because, like, it, it, for Huntress, like, this is, like, nothing. Like, she's slowly getting away from, like, killing people, but she was, like, at a certain point, it's, like, she was, like, on a killing spree against the mob.
1: Yeah, like, for her, like, leading up to this, like, there's, she is not had any sympathy for this guy like once, oh yeah, once not... like the whole plan was revealed Yeah,
0: normally she would not have hesitated to just take this guy out oh, but yeah. she like the people around her are kind of starting to have a good influence mm-hmm. um although she does tell vixen like uh because the guy ends up living yeah we find out in the next issue like because she says like listen like don't thank me like my crossbow jammed yeah
1: li- my crossbow jammed. so divine intervention maybe Who yeah knows? maybe
0: or she's maybe lying but we did hear a noise yeah oh so, yeah
1: well i mean it's like she could have drew the or the the bow could have went but then it could have got caught before it hit the yeah the it could be so whatever, I guess we, so. we don't
0: fully know if maybe she's just being like coy about it like maybe yeah. she did decide to spare him but doesn't want to say yeah exactly or maybe it did jam and you she was gonna kill soft. him because
1: I don't know how often crossbows jam but I'm sure it happens yeah,
0: yeah it could happen I don't know uh, but that's kind of where we leave this arc uh, the next arc is gonna set up a, uh, some new stuff uh, the, the brainiac virus is gonna keep coming up as this run goes on it's kind of something she keeps on the on the down low just to try to hide it from everyone else because yeah Oracle's I think one of those people who's like afraid to ask for help, from oh, a lot yeah. of people like, well, she's like she, I'm going to handle the shit myself. Yeah, she wants to figure it out herself, right? And she she doesn't want to like scare people to be like because th- she's afraid people are going to put her on the sidelines. Like that's come up before. Mm-hmm. Um, like that people are going to be like, oh, you're sick. Like no, dude, like you don't worry, we'll handle Brainiac. Yeah, malaria. exactly. And she doesn't want that to happen. Yep. So she's going to try to keep that uh down low. But that's where we're going to stop talking about the Birds of Prey book on the podcast, at least. But I would highly recommend anyone who's enjoying this to keep reading the whole run because the whole run is awesome.
1: Yeah, I definitely. Especially
0: will. like the art, the couple arcs coming up are especially good there's an arc coming up that's like all about like Dinah like in a kung fu tournament which is amazing yeah, that sounds that's like awesome. maybe my favorite arc <laughs> um and then like later on in the story like it, it, there's like a one year uh jump because of an event that happened okay and so after the one year jump the roster like expands a lot hmm. like Shiva joins the team uh oh, nice. big Barda from like the uh, the fourth world, like all like dark like dark side and like New Genesis, and oh, all that okay. uh, joins hmm. uh, some really good characters. And, like once they expand the roster, it becomes really fun because Barda is like a like a Superman level like hero. Like so, oh, she really? when she comes in, she like like will like grab like planes and like throw them. It's like, Really fun. <laughs> Damn. So it's like a nice addition to the team to just have someone be like fuck this. Boom.
1: <laughs> Damn, that sounds awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. So I definitely recommend reading all of the Gail Simone Birds of Prey. I, I, it's it's a really good run. Uh, but then that, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll finally be able to talk about the Birds of Prey movie now, yes. um, which I'm excited about because we had been we, we were forced to talk about the Birds of Prey TV show earlier <laughs> uh, because the movie wasn't out yet and we didn't have anything to talk about. Yeah, exactly. And I'm really happy we did not have to watch that this week. Yeah, a little bit of a difference. <laughs> yeah. Um, got a message about our coverage of the CW show from a listener. Um, uh, MZ got to sent us a message saying that, uh, kind of giving us some background that I didn't know. Um, the Huntress in the TV show is based on a like the golden age uh, huntress which oh, really? actually did have uh what well, or didn't didn't have cat powers but was the daughter of Bruce Wayne and uh Catwoman oh so that's actually that origin is plucked from the comics just not from the modern huntress oh awesome yeah so i appreciated getting that so yeah so yeah that's good to know yeah it's cool to get feedback on on like uh the stuff we were covering that we didn't know i like to fill in the blanks with information that that listeners have that's really cool when people send stuff in like that
1: oh yeah definitely
0: um so so yeah i thought that was i mean she did not have cat powers though so (laughs) that that part is still new (laughs) but
1: like but was it the daughter of selena kyle yeah okay yeah in
0: in the original origin she just didn't have cat powers. (laughs) gotcha Um, one thing I forgot to mention too is that Birds of Prey show actually showed up in Crisis, the CW Crisis. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it was like only for a second, but I was just so, sh- so shocked that that actually like made the cut. But was it the actual all of them or just Barbara? No, it was actually just Huntress. It should they we see. Well, I think Barbara was in it too. In she was
1: was credited on it. I saw an. Oh, maybe.
0: Oh, maybe she was like the voice. Oh, yeah, I think she's talking to Oracle on the the comms. Gotcha. Because we see Huntress like jumping building to building, Uh. and then all of a sudden, like the the sky turns red and her universe ends. And that that's the bright side. Is the universe. (laughs) <laughs> so that the
1: universe of that is gone
0: i'm sure it comes back at the end i haven't yeah. finished crisis yet but gotcha. for now it's dead <laughs> oh my god yeah but that barbara died then too <laughs> i guess but you know what collateral damage yeah i mean who cares about that <laughs> we'll get a good a fine barbara later i'm sure oh yeah maybe not who knows um but yeah so now we can finally talk about the birds of prey movie that came out we saw it uh just yesterday, as yeah. of the day we're recording, yep. Uh, so it's it's still fresh. I I really 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 like this movie. Yeah, um, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, full title: Birds of Prey and the I got this Fantabulous earlier. Fantabulous emancipation. emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Yes. I always forget the one. <laughs> um, so that is the full title. The whole movie is not in order. Like the whole timeline is like mixed and matched. It's yeah, almost yep. like uh, like Pulp Fiction or like some other movies, like the way they lay it out. Yep. To kind of give it makes it adds a lot to it because you'll get scenes where like you're not totally sure why it's happening yet but then they'll back up and be like let me explain this yeah
1: exactly like you'll have the context of what's happening and then all of a sudden someone you either don't know or haven't seen in a while shows up and then they pause they're like wait a minute let's back up
0: right which helps the pacing a lot because it keeps keeps you like doing like the scenes like that are entertaining and working like with the pacing but then giving you the information you need as it goes yeah exactly Uh, because like the whole opening sequence is like just Harley Quinn and like where she's picking up after Suicide Squad Mm -hmm. uh, because she is broken up with the joker and she's just kind of she's coasting on that not telling anybody that she has which is
1: an interesting angle
0: right because she has protection if everyone thinks that the joker is uh is with her like no one's gonna fuck with that because they don't want to get their face cut off or whatever (laughs) yeah and so she's just coasting on that not telling anybody and uh eventually she hears like people kind of talking behind her back like saying like oh like that's all she has is the joker like i heard that you know they broke up and she like can't even admit it yeah and it's like she doesn't say anything but it kind of like embarrasses her a little bit oh yeah it's a bit of an ego hit right exactly so she's like well fuck this then i'm gonna show the world that like we're working we're, we're done yeah, you my gotta own make person. a
1: breakout statement
0: yep and so she walks by ace chemicals like the classic origin of mm-hmm. like their like the joker and her
1: we get those good flashback scenes from suicide
0: squad <laughs> yep, <laughs> stock footage suicide squad oh yeah
1: and it's funny because uh They showed, like, obviously, Jared Leto's head from the back, but me and Paul... From the
0: Suicide Squad stock footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: but me and Paul noticed... because in the beginning of the movie, it's kind of cool. It opens up with like a uh, animated like oh, yeah, it sequence, does, right. mm-hmm. and they show it, it's just her giving her whole story or the beginning of her like story. Like catch up, yeah. yeah. And so when it shows like the animated Joker, the design is like classic like animated. Yeah, it series looks like Joker. a normal Joker. Like, yeah, yeah, like, with, without look, all the
0: tattoos and yeah, whatnot, it doesn't damaged. look anything like Jared Leto. Yeah, and like there's even a part later where she's like throwing darts at a picture of the Joker on her wall. Yep, and it looks like normal Joker yep. too.
1: Which uh, could be a good sign that maybe, who knows? Yeah,
0: it's a good sign that maybe they're rebooting that whole character. Like, if he ever appears again, it's going to be a different design with a different actor.
1: Honestly, I wouldn't be that heartbroken if he just didn't show up anymore. Oh, I would be be so thrilled if that happened. There's so many good villains that we could move on to. Yeah,
0: that would be amazing. Uh, But yeah, so that's kind of the setup of her whole story here. She's kind of just going on a binge, and uh, once the... Once eight, once she blows up base chemicals, like everyone kind of figures out that she's not with the joker anymore, and that puts a price on her head.
1: Yeah, she kind of pulls a rookie move because she's she steals a truck and like she's you know driving a head on right into the middle of the plant and as she's like driving she does the the old cliche rips off the Mr. J necklace and throws it out the window and of course the first thing the the cops find when they are investigating it is, right. the, is the J necklace
0: um so so she's got a price on her head because all the people who wanted her dead who were just were like biting their tongue yeah. are now like just after her so yeah
1: it's kind of like um what's that movie
0: it, it reminded me of smoke and aces yeah. Smoke and Aces is a movie where it's all about a bounty and a bunch of different people going after it. Yeah, exactly. But there's a lot of movies that have that set up. But so, yeah. it makes for a really fun like where you get a lot of different weird characters coming out of nowhere you know yeah exactly
1: and like whenever someone shows up it'll be like it'll do a freeze frame it'll show their name and then their grievance with harley i, I
0: really like that it, it reminded me of like kill bill or something where, yeah totally where it was like really stylized and like there's a, a really cool part where huntress shows up for the first time yeah like just like one person that's going after harley to try to kill her because he's mad that like they tattooed a smile on his face and he yep. looks like an idiot <laughs> yeah and then it
1: ends up being someone that huntress is like has on her kill list and then just shoots him out of nowhere right but and... the
0: cool part is we don't even know oh yeah that we don't yet. know yeah and moment so when when she drives by it's just like it like she shows up like with just like the biker helmet on almost like kill bill yeah and like she shoots him with the crossbow and we just see her like zooms in like really cool and then it like introduces her like a person but then it's all question marks yeah it's just question like identity question mark grievance question mark and then she (laughs) flies off i'm like that was really cool
1: yeah and 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 it's interesting because like she kills a guy that's like threatening harley and then she just and then a van pulls up with four more guys to kidnap her and she and the biker chick just drives off it's like well weren't you helping but then you find out later that that guy was on like her killing, yeah, list. she's killing specific
0: people, yeah. So like, it's it's a cool, like, little detail. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, one thing I want to call out too is Ewan McGregor is an amazing oh. villain in this, yeah. It's awesome, he, <laughs> is, like, he is so funny in like every scene he's in. He's like, he is the black mask, as far as I'm concerned, yeah.
1: Because they like, and like, when you try to make like an eccentric villain like I feel like that's what they try to do with the Joker like they try to make or him... Lex Luthor yeah exactly yeah. Like I feel like that's a big thing DC tries to do but the, this time they got it really right because yeah,
0: he like made it made you laugh like a few times like he's like there's a part where he's showing black because black canary in this movie is like starts out kind of like working with him yeah like, not so as a, a criminal but she kind of like gets forced to like be promoted into that life yeah because she like when Harley like kills or like she he breaks the the her driver, driver yeah. yeah so then she has to drive him around to all these different places he's going to yep. which just gets her more involved in the shady shit Mm -hmm. um so it's kind of funny like there's a scene where like he's like showing her around the office like with shrunken like voodoo heads and stuff he's like look at that isn't that gross (laughs) (laughs) yeah and
1: then uh victor zaz is like uh roman's like right hand man Mm -hmm. or like his just kind of his goon or whatever and then uh there's a scene where he's got like three people like strung up upside down and of course Zaz he's got his knife and he cuts off one guy's face and yeah then it's one of the
0: one of the scenes where they earn their r rating yeah, yeah that
1: that part was actually pretty brutal he they he like ripped that face right off yeah
0: so if you're gonna use Zaz, i feel like you like that's where you're gonna go yeah. oh yeah
1: totally so then you know uh, Roman's like, ah, eh, we could probably just let the the girl go. Like, I'm not that like mad. Like, she can't do much. Mm-hmm. And then he like walks up to her, and she's like, oh, thank you. And then he just pauses and gets his disgusted look. He's like, is that a snot bubble? He's like, oh, never mind. Kill her. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, so, peel her face off.
0: Yeah. So he's got like these like weird like mannerisms and quirks that kind of make him entertaining to watch. Yeah. It's it's a um, like, it's a cool style. Um, he doesn't use the black mask itself a lot, but it's it's almost funny when he does. because oh, yeah. He uses it when he's like super pissed off and like <laughs> egotistical. He's like, no, now I now I gotta put on the black now mask now I gotta look
1: cool yeah exactly <laughs> that's why i like
0: it yeah uh black canary is a one call on i want to make up uh, like black canary like stole the show as far as i'm concerned. probably my this favorite sh- part yeah she was um, like amazing in this like it's all the action scenes especially like with her oh yeah like are um, like, really 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 yeah, cause good because you're saying so
1: uh, The the like the fight coordinator that was a guy from john wick
0: yeah uh, I, I believe so
1: okay and then, but yeah, I mean, if it was, I mean, you could definitely tell because the hand-to-hand fight scenes, and especially the the final fight scene, were phenomenal. And like the the and, the and the there's a scene or the when Harley gets the bat too. All the bat fighting scenes were just yeah. So I got I got to
0: give mad props to like the whole crew there, especially like Kathy Ann who directed this. Like, oh yeah, it, it is like. All the, like, action sequences and, like, the pacing of the whole movie and just, like, the way it's shot and everything, it, look, it looks really good. Yeah, it's awesome. Like, everything about this is, like, somatically, like, cinematically pleasing.
1: I will say I'd hate the whole multi-level marketing strategy of, like, creating original music just specifically for the movie. And usually in situations like this, it's just old songs that are covered in, to make them, like, more dramatic or, like, current or whatever. And I just it just breaks immersion for me. For some reason, I'm just not I don't I'm not a big fan of music with words and lyrics in movies. Oh,
0: I'm I'm a complete opposite.
1: I mean, I don't hate it, but like I just I'm more of a fan of like. Kind of just you know more instrumental and classical type music. For like for especially for dramatic scenes. Yeah, but
0: I, I think it depends on like for the fight whole... scenes, it's different. fight yeah.
1: scenes totally different. But for dramatic scenes, I don't need music with words and lyrics.
0: I don't know. I I, I think the soundtrack of this movie kicks ass. I'm a huge fan of I it. Mean, so there... you, you're gonna get two sides. Of I mean, this. no, and, and, okay. I'll <laughs> yeah. say this:
1: there were like there were two, probably two or three ones that stuck out that irked me, but the rest were great. I'll say that.
0: Okay, so so I mean, there, so you're take it with a grain of
1: salt, though. I'm a huge like music stickler, so yes, yeah, I, I know I'm very pessimistic when it comes. to we, we, yeah, you're
0: you're like the music old man of our yeah. podcast. <laughs> no, I, I'm right
1: now. I definitely am an old man on his porch, shaking his fist at the young people. But
0: I'll 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 die on that hill. I I think uh it's it's gonna completely depend. Your your mileage may vary depending on how much you like the music. So I think a lot, oh, yeah. I, I think a lot of people are gonna probably be hyped, and then some people like uh, oh I I mean be, yeah. it didn't
1: kill the movie for me. I still love it. And I'm sure the some of the songs that I hated, people will love. So.
0: Right? Yeah. Uh, but there, there's some like I, I was really digging. Like there's like a cool remix of like Barracuda and like that some was other great. Cool shit. Oh yeah. Um. And so like I think it entirely depends on like the mood and like the style of the movie you're doing. Because this one is like very like like almost like bombastic oh. and like action heavy oh like, yeah goofy you for know. the movie it definitely fit yeah. like
1: you don't need like this wasn't the dark night you don't need han zimmer exactly like doing the soundtrack right this yeah, isn't like, like dark Knight. you don't no. need like hoo, ha, hoo, ha, <laughs> yeah hoo, ha. you don't need john williams or anything yeah, yeah definitely not um i just i, I it's just a whole because most of it's just to do with marketing but i'm not gonna be an old man about
0: that <laughs> <laughs> Um, so as this kind of progress, it kind of all centers around, uh, Harley, like going through and getting, uh the, uh, the, well, actually one of the main things that it centers around is the diamond, the diamond yeah. of black mask. He's trying to like get his fortune. It's pretty much just the McGovern of the movie, which is, I'm fine with. Um, yeah, it ends up, uh, like, uh, the woman who we're told is Cassandra Kane, but I'm yeah. not buying it. Yeah, that that uh, was the one thing you hated. Yeah, I mean, I, she was a good character. Like, it was, yeah, no, she it was worked character. in the movie. It's just why did they call her Cassandra Kane and close the door on us ever getting that character? Exactly,
1: because there was no reason to call her Cassandra Cain. Yeah, and just have there her, was no link. Ever her be parents. like Betty or something? Yeah. like Anything? There was know? no
0: link to anything with that character's name. They just used it. Right, and now they can never actually use the character Cassandra Kane. It's almost the same
1: thing as calling, uh, like that, like Dinah's character in the show like it's like oh it's a blonde girl named Dina she's no, that's bl- exactly she's it. She's Black yep. Canary but like it's a totally de- it's not anything Yeah, it's exactly the reason we were
0: pissed off about Black Canary yeah. in the show. It's like she's just this kid with not the same powers, not yep. the same origin. This is not the same character. Exactly. Like if you want to make your own character, just make your own fucking character. Yeah. Don't try to take it cuz my whole thing is like who are you w- who is liking that decision? Because I know, if it's... you like if you like the character, that's great. The character is fine. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. But the, if you like the naming of the character, I can only think that you like the marketing idea of it is you go in. OK, if we name this character Cassandra Cain, the comic book can- fans are going to love it. Yeah, like exactly. Cassandra Cain's in the movie. Yep. Uh, but then if you're trying to win over the comic book fans, those are exactly the people who are going to go into this and be pissed off like that. You don't have Batgirl in this. <laughs> I know.
1: And you'd think like from a like a planning like. Kind of mindset that you know, if you eventually do want to use Cassandra Kane, you've already blown the your wad on that name. Yeah, now it's just going to be confusing if you try to introduce that character.
0: Yeah, you, you, like, I, like, like I said, you close the door on ever doing yeah, exactly, know, which is the problem.
1: Yep, but yeah, she ends up just being like this pickpocket girl who ends
0: up swallowing stealing the, the diamond. diamond. Yeah, she's so now she's it. the McGovern. Yeah, yeah. so. uh one thing I do really like about this movie too visually is like this is a great depiction of Gotham City oh yeah like so, a really good depiction yeah, of Gotham awesome. City because like we get a lot of scenes of just like it's really like foggy all the time mm-hmm. which I know isn't realistic but I think Gotham City should be foggy all the time I like the aesthetic <laughs> I love it like it should be like I want the to be the weatherman in Gotham be like it's foggy again <laughs> yeah,
1: the next seven days foggy
0: you know what the weather is it's still foggy <laughs> why do
1: I even have a job
0: it's always nighttime. time <laughs> uh, so yeah so like we get a uh like the final climax especially takes place at like a carnival like i think it might even be a reference to like the carnival like from like the killing joke like the one we always see in gotham
1: yeah yeah she, she calls it, like the booby trap yeah which i'm assuming is like I, at first I, my thought was like oh it's like an old strip club maybe yeah, it's definitely
0: <laughs> like an old joker it's, hideout. yeah it's some kind of carnival it's it's definitely like an old joker hideout especially because there's like yeah. cabinets filled with weapons and like trap doors and yep. like shit like that yeah totally um so she leads them all there to like meet and uh Black Mass sends like everybody because he's like, mm-hmm. the diamond's there, I'm getting him, I'm getting everybody. Yeah. And so we get like a really, what I think was like one of the best fight final fight sequences in a superhero movie like so far, like one of the most fun ones.
1: And, yeah, at least, and like just planning wise because most of it was like, and, like, pra- set design. Most of it's practical effects. Yeah, that's like, what I
0: mean. Like, set design. Yeah, like, this set, is, like, amazing. And
1: they use the set design, like, in the combat sequences, too. Like right. that, One of the coolest things was, like, the bendy hands. Like, and then they, like, yep. throw people onto them or, like, bend them back. Yeah, it's like, like a it was carousel awesome.
0: of, like, rubber bendy hands. Yeah, it looked or, awesome. There's a part where, like, uh, Harley leads them all down a slide. Oh, yeah. Like, to go to the <laughs> arena. And, like, Huntress is the last one down the slide. And, like, a, a, a goon comes in after him, like, to try to kill him. Mm-hmm. And, like, she notices, like, someone jumped in after him. so she like jumps up in the slide so like the guy goes under her and yeah. then jumps on top of him and just starts stabbing him <laughs> the whole way down the slide. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah, it's like hilarious cuz she she just comes down the slide like still stabbing him and everyone's just <laughs> waiting for her, like uh uh-huh. oh Oh hey, what's up? And Arlie's like, you are so cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't like watching the movie when I'd see Hunter. So I was like, who is that actress? Like I recognize her a lot. That's oh, Mary the girl. Elizabeth Winstead. She's I didn't. She's realize. very famous. She, yeah, yeah, she's the one from uh, Scott Pilgrim.
0: Yeah, and Fargo and uh, Death Proof, a bunch of other stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Holy shit, yeah. Yeah, Mary. She's in a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm um but yeah so the and the final sequence is amazing because like it's like you said the carousel and there's like i don't know what you call it but there's like these like uh things you like walk on that like kind of go down like almost like a pinball machine that like huntress like like, has a
1: cool part where she jumps across them yeah yeah like like, turnstile type things oh
0: it's so cool
1: yeah it's awesome
0: one thing I thought that was a really cool Easter egg that I wanted to bring up too, and just in case anyone missed it, is there's a part where Renee Montoya is talking to uh, Black Canary, like almost trying to get her into the fold. Oh, because yeah. She yeah. lets her know, like, hey, the last driver, like, worked with the cops, like, you can be a rat too, like, you can work with me and you can save lives. Mm-hmm. And Dinah's like, that's not really my thing, like, I'm not going to put myself out there like that. Yeah. And then she actually brings up, which I thought so this was a really cool reference I was not expecting. Yeah, me neither. Renee brings up, like, hey, your, your mom was Black Canary before you, like, she had your same power. She mm-hmm. worked with. With us and the cops. Yeah. Like it's almost like a reference to the Justice Society itself. Yeah, exactly. Like she like like she was a bona fide superhero. Like yep. at this point. Like I'm like, whoa, I didn't expect him to go that far. Which kinda
1: of brushed over because like you'd think uh Roman would know that. Well, he might, but I don't
0: know. I Dina, like Dinah, I mean, he
1: does eventually see that like she can kick ass and like is her, really I, good fighter. Yeah, I don't. I
0: don't know if. Uh, oh yeah, that's a good point. She he might not know her because remember she changed her last name.
1: Oh, you're right. Yeah. 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 So I wonder. Renee must have just known somehow. Yeah. Well, I guess she kind of knew her mom. So. Right. So
0: yeah, that's that's yeah. probably exactly what it was. Yeah. Um. So. And she like that's where we get our first hint that she might have the canary cry too, yeah. which I wish would have been used more in this movie. But yeah, but it's when, fine. when she
1: pulls it out at the dire moment, it's awesome. it was awesome. It's yeah. really great. Yeah. yeah it's she perfect. like, she
0: screams the shit out of Roman and his whole crew.
1: Yeah. Cause they're like getting pinned down. They're like back into a corner with bullets. And Renee's just like, Dinah, you know what you got to do? She's yep. like, ah, fuck.
0: All right. Got to give him a scream. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's awesome. It's amazing.
1: And then, yeah. And that's proceeded like right after, like that, when Dinah does it, she kind of passes out and Harley whips out the roller skates. And uh freaking Huntress is like, uh I can't remember what that's called. What, like her
0: motorcycle? Like
1: when you're on a skateboard, when you hold onto a bumper of a car, oh, it's like called skiing? like skidding. Yeah. yeah but okay. like she straight up throws her like a rope and she's just like basically waters water skiing like on the back of Huntress's motorcycle like on roller skates. Yeah. And, and it's, she has
0: to like whiplash her at the car. Yeah. It's right? a great sequence. It's really cool. And so Harley like is like trying to hold onto the car with her roller skates. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's, like amazing. Which those have got to be some top of the line roller skates. Because
1: oh, yeah. at that speed, those wheels would <laughs> oh, be Oh, she's a so roller skating so,
0: expert. That's in her power set. Well, even how good
1: even how good you are, roller skates. Those wheels are not meant to go that fast. Oh no, definitely.
0: (laughs) At one point, she's like in front of the car. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. She pulls some ballsy moves. It's really cool. Oh, but yeah. So I mean, like, I think my favorite parts of this movie were just like, well, the characterization is like spot on. Mm-hmm. Like, the movie is just like fun the whole way. Oh, like, yeah. The pacing of it.
1: But one of my favorite parts is so mundane. Is like Harley. It's like her getting her, like the the egg sandwich at the yep. shop. It, but like, it, it's just shot really stylistically, and it's just like really cool sequences like that throughout the movie.
0: Yeah, like we talked about. Like, it's all like it's like cin- cinematically like very pleasing. Like mm-hmm. the, the framing of all the shots and like yep. the sequences. Like I talk, I keep talking about the action scenes, but like it, like the way that it like. Uh, that she directed it is just like like no cuts like it's yep. just like perfect like you, yeah it was you,
1: really well you done. did
0: everything right on set and filmed what you needed to like oh, yeah. that movie probably like Editing that must have just been like a like so like, <laughs> pleasing. Just be like, wow, Why? they shot the shit out of this. <laughs> like that's awesome. Hey, my job easy. Yeah. So like, definitely go see this fucking movie because it oh, deserves yeah. to do way better than it's doing right now. Definitely. Like This movie fucking kicks ass. Suicide
1: Squad box office it ends up being higher than it. I'm gonna be really upset. Yeah.
0: If I if I live in a reality where fucking this movie does poorly and then Joker <laughs> wins an Oscar, I'm out. Right. <laughs> I'm i can done. <laughs> I can't do it.
1: We'll we'll retire this podcast. <laughs> we'll find out tonight too. The Oscars are tonight. Oh fuck. Well, I mean, when you hear this, it'll be the day before or the right, day after yeah, you'll but. be talking
0: to either a very sad paul or, yeah we'll see
1: <laughs> yeah who knows
0: oh uh, yeah that'll bring us to the end of this episode in our and our birds of Prey series so uh definitely go finish the gail simone run definitely go see this fucking movie i might even go see it again because like seeing this in theaters especially would be like really good oh like, yeah it was great because like just the, like the way like because seeing movies like this is always bad. like especially like movies that are funny and like have like good moments and mm-hmm. like good action and like music and shit like that's something you should see with like it's, unless you have like a home home theater, yeah, you know, yeah. like it's it's always, you're always gonna get more out of it like at the theater, right? Yeah, think.
1: The, the the surround sound
0: and everything makes it worth it. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. So definitely go support that shit. And uh, again, uh, so here at the end of the podcast, I just want to call out again. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Agents of Podcast. You can always keep up with what we're reading or or talk with us. Um, also, if you want to re- design an episode that we're doing on Patreon, you can sign up at the $5 level to design, like choose what we read or what we watch mm. or, and or yeah. uh, for that episode. And you will, we'll read and watch whatever you want. Uh, you can also sign up at the $10 level and we can, we'll do a whole three-part series like we just did for yeah. Birds of Prey. Uh, so we'll make time for that too. So you can uh, you can get your books in there if you wanna if you want this book club to kind of like refocus ourselves, be like, you guys are dumb. You're missing this book. <laughs> it's like really good. Like you guys right. would love this shit. Exactly. Like that's exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah, I always love to be to introduced to new stuff. Yeah, especially because uh, you're like just like a lot of the stuff we're reading is like pretty much everything we read is like your first time reading it. Oh yeah, like, most just of it's getting new into to comics. Me. yeah, oh, so yeah. this is like like it's really cool. Like whenever we get recommended something, I'm like, oh sh- yeah, hell yeah, yeah, definitely. Like we get to jump into this. Yep. Next week we're going to be reading uh, Lock and Key, yeah, uh, Volume One, uh, which is Welcome to Lovecraft, and then talking about. I don't know exactly how many episodes. uh, How many episodes was the Lock and Key season ten? Yeah, ten. So we'll probably do three or four uh, episodes to a podcast. Yeah, because it was like
1: the, like the first two or three episodes was pretty much what happens in the first volume, along with. Things mixed in from the second too, mm-hmm. so it'll be a pretty
0: good pace. I feel like, uh, but yeah. So we'll be talking about that, and then we're gonna. I don't. I think we're gonna cover three volumes of the book. I. I I'm, yeah, I was gonna say from the pacing, I'm seeing that seems fair.
1: Yeah, because I, I don't know. I don't know where we landed on that yet. Because obviously, they're not gonna get to the end of. the Yeah, they're mixing and matching a season. few different
0: things. But I saw that the last second to last episode is called Crown of Shadows. And the third volume is called Crown of Shadows, so I think oh, that lines okay. up decently well. Damn, at okay. least I can only guess. Gotcha. I mean, I'm sure it'll it'll bleed into each other. Oh, either yeah. way, but yeah, that'll that'll leave it open for us to do the final three when season two comes out. So yeah, exactly. That'll be a good way to close it out. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, so definitely, uh, I mean, definitely excited for that. That'll be our. F- our first real indie book that we'll be covering we did a, mm-hmm. a Christmas special on Klaus but this will be the first one we're really digging into so I'm excited oh, yeah. for that definitely uh, So definitely check back next week uh, otherwise that'll be it for our Birds of Prey episode here uh, if you have a pet hyena make sure that he's safe from any exploding oh, yeah. doors because <laughs> yeah. that part almost made me very sad I know that was really I'm so sad. happy he was alive at the end yeah they, oh. they have
1: the hyena so, Brucey the hyena awesome. he was
0: amazing right, yeah. go go hug your hyenas everybody Right. Or hug your little pets oh yes goodbye